Albert Kesselring holds a strange place in the history of World War II. A commander in the Luftwaffe, he is remembered as much for the skill with which he oversaw the German allies as for his mastery of the air fleets. Called Uncle Albert by many of his men and Smiling Albert by the allies, he was widely respected by men on both sides of the war and loved by many of his troops. Yet he was responsible for massacres in occupied Italy for which he was condemned to death during the post-war trials. Ultimately, his sentence was commuted to life imprisonment, making him one of the few top Nazi leaders to pen memoirs after the war. But it goes without saying that Kesselring's time was marked by controversy. Kesselring had the skills of a politician and a diplomat, as well as those of a soldier, which carried his career through both World War I and World War II, and during the Second World War, he served in almost every theatre of the fighting in Europe. He was undoubtedly a gifted commander, but one who served at a time when the German military was tainted with the evils of Nazism. Albert spent his early years in Marksteft, roaming the lands of his extended family, learning about the countryside, and developing a strong sense of self-reliance. He attended the Christian Ernestinum Secondary School in Bayreuth, completing his studies in 1904. At the dawn of the 20th century, military careers held great prestige in Germany. The nation had been united in 1870 through a series of successful wars led by militaristic Prussia, and so the army was particularly important to the sense of German identity. The Bavarian forces held a distinctive place within the German army as an independent force working with the rest of Germany, and Albert had a strong sense of his place within his long historic tradition. In his memoir, A Soldier to the Last Day, he described how his forefathers had defended Teutonic Christian lands against Magyar and Slav invasions as far back as the 12th century, an example to which he aspired. As the son of a schoolmaster, Kesselring didn't have an easy route into the military hierarchy. The German military was run by an officer aristocracy, with preference going to the sons of officers, and those who didn't come from a military background had to work that much harder to earn their place. But Albert was willing to put in that work, and after finishing his schooling, he joined the 2nd Bavarian Foot Artillery Regiment, which wasn't considered a prestigious unit, as it lacked the glamour of the horse or field artillery. The main duties consisted of maintaining the forts around Metz. Through study and service, Kesselring began to rise through the ranks, attending the military academy from 1905 to 1906, the artillery academy from 1909 to 1910, being promoted from ensign to lieutenant in 1907, and completing training as a balloon observer, a role involving gathering intelligence and directing artillery fire from a dirigible floating above the battle lines in 1912. He had taken an interest in the more technical side of war, and the School of Artillery and Engineering considered taking him on as an instructor to make use of his knowledge of the connections between technology and tactics. During this time, Kesselring's life wasn't all about study of the military. In 1910, he married Louise Anna Pauline Keisler, a young woman from Bayreuth. Though they never had children of their own, they adopted a boy named Rainer, the son of Kesselring's second cousin, in 1913. As the Kesselrings settled down to raise their son, storm clouds were gathering over Europe, and long-held tensions were about to erupt, bringing the continent to war.